This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Mike Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And this is, of course, your daily financial news. This is a show we do every day, seven days a week, inspired by Gary Vee and Nipsey Hussle all those years ago. We've been doing this about two years. So if you're a daily viewer, thank you very much. I appreciate you. If you're new to the channel, you will very quickly see we just run through the daily numbers. No left, right, blue, red. We just kind of kind of stay in the middle because we are interested in what the consumer is doing. We're interested in cost of capital. We're looking to make financial decisions and just have some fun if we can. So as we start the day, I think we have to start with Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but Netflix is having a rough day. There's really two things going on with Netflix, the company. Again, with all earnings, there's two pictures, right? The actual earnings are kind of a rear view mirror. But for me, it is the forward looking statements. And we've been talking about this for almost two years now uh, when we talk about companies and their earnings. So Netflix, first off, rear view mirror, very disappointing quarter. Uh, you will hear them talk about, hey, man, tough compare, tough compare. And no, there was no question, right? Uh, Netflix was one of the early winners when we went on lockdown. Yes, it's been a year since we did that. So it makes sense, right? You are not a Netflix subscriber. Essentially, uh, you know, the powers that be say, stay home for two or three weeks. What do you do? Well, Lots of people bought Netflix. And just for comparison, Netflix in that quarter did 10 million new subscribers. So kind of wasn't going to happen again. The real issue, and I think the reason they're getting hit this morning, is their forward-looking statement about Q2, right? The quarter we're in and has just started. They talked about only 1 million subscribers, significantly down right, from, from last year and slower growth than anyone had expected. Companies are really meant to be a collection of future profit, right? That's how you kind of, you know, the old Warren Buffett method. Uh, environments do get wonky where people get greedy and, you know, they go out the window. But over time, it always comes back to the same thing. So really makes sense that Netflix is getting hit today. What I would ask you to think about is think about Netflix, and first, think about what other companies have a remarkably and, let's say, impossible compare that will be reporting earnings in the next 30 to 45 days. Remember, again, Netflix, early winner, cleaned up, did all these amazing things. There's no chance they were going to repeat that this quarter. But think about other companies that could be in that mix. And then think about future growth. Where are they going to go? Have they... Uh, did they pull forward demand with, you know, they're going to have to work through. So lots of things going on. Uh, interestingly enough, 
in the real estate space, we got weekly mortgage demand. It actually went up first time uh, in four or five weeks. Uh, rates actually came down, right? We've talked about this. I think we talked about it twice last week. We actually had Matt, the mortgage guy, on for kind of an emergency call on Friday going, hey, rates went down. Pay attention. Uh, looks like refi uh, demand went up 10% week on week, and even purchase demand went up 6% week on week. Now, recall, these are just demand. They are not contracts. They are none of this. But again, it shows that some people jumped in when rates blipped lower. One of the things we're looking at, we're starting to get airlines reporting, and we have another one this afternoon, I think, Spirit Airlines. I think, and I like talking early, so we'll see what happens. I think we're going to see a big difference between what I'll call discount kind of um, local travel, right? Quick hops, think Southwest, think Spirit Airlines, right? Within the U.S., domestic travel, right? Especially if you're going to vacation spots, uh, up. But the ones that count on business travelers, think United and American, I think they're going to have a pretty rough go. United's earnings call yesterday was horrible. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. It was a bad earnings announcement. It didn't give you any hope for the future, right? So uh, they, they are pretty levered to the business traveler. More and more companies are saying, you know what, we're, we're not going to really incent a lot of travel this year. And even if you are willing to travel, your customers may not want to see you. So kind of a catch-22 going on right now. So again, uh, business travel, uh, I think, is, uh, is a 2022 story. 2021 is about vacationers and seeing family and, and all of those things. So if you split that up, I think there are some carriers that win, low cost, no frills, versus kind of the international heavyweights, but we shall see. Another thing that I'm seeing more and more about is wage inflation is coming. Uh, I'm hearing a couple of things out there. Uh, first and foremost, we have companies trying to hire back. Uh, and yes, at least at some stories, uh, they're finding it difficult, again, with the goosed up unemployment and the like. Uh, so they are having to... Um, offer more wages to get talent. But on the flip side, I'm hearing employees, employees are job hopping, uh, which they probably should, right? If this job pays you 12 and this one pays you 15 or this one pays you 18 and that one pays you 23, employees who want to work are taking this opportunity to get more income. Wage inflation is coming. Uh, it is a good thing. Income's going up. You know, all else being equal is not a bad thing. But I think I think wage inflation is not being discussed by the powers that be, and it'll be the thing that surprises people in six to nine months. I I keep hearing about more and more spending. We have talked about on this channel the infrastructure play. I think it ends up being closer to four trillion. They may split off eight hundred billion to a trillion to get uh, yes answers from both sides, but I believe there will be another bill right behind it uh, that they will use the, uh, what is it, budget re reconciliation to slam through. They're now talking about another trillion dollars for something they're calling family leave or family something. Uh, then they're talking about still canceling student debt I, I and a fourth check. I mean, wh where is this money coming from? So, uh, None of these are approved yet, but it's just doesn't seem to stop. 
right? When, when, stimulus takes a while to work through the system. And if you put too much in, I don't know, kind of, kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like Tesla had a rough day in China the other day. Apparently, some protester got on a car uh, during an auto show and complained about brakes or something. Uh, again, I don't think that individual story is much of anything, but it just shows how important China is to Tesla, and they've got to watch their P's and Q's. As obviously, as you know, China is a managed economy, communist economy, and if you don't, uh, if you don't manage that relationship well, they can, uh, they can freeze you out. Just ask Boeing. Uh, and again, as of right now, China is about one fifth of Tesla's revenue, and they forecast China being the biggest market. So again, Tesla is definitely going to play nice or will be playing nice with China going forward for obvious reasons. Uh, next up, I just wanted to talk about Peloton. We talked about Peloton, I think, wow, Sunday, Wednesday already? I think we talked about Monday. There was that horrific video. I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, don't watch it. If you're a parent, it is... Uh, very, very frightening as, um, you know, uh, should be frightening for everyone, but especially if you have kids, it's like, oh my God, that could have been mine. There's a video of a, a young toddler getting stuck underneath a treadmill. Thankfully, uh, he's able to escape, but uh, that was scary. And there was a, I don't know, a note saying stop using an unplug, all of that, which I think was an overreach or, or whatnot. Uh, but I didn't like how the CEO responded. He basically came out fighting. Um, you've got to watch the brand. Peloton has a very good brand. And uh, that may not have been the right strategy, right? You could, have, you could have come out a lot softer and talked about adding things or whatnot to the, to, to the platform to make sure that's less likely. It's just one of these things. You have to watch brand because... The consumer, the buyer of Pelotons, A, they're very expensive, right? Peloton's no joke, right? It's, it's thousands of dollars plus monthly fees. And uh, there are options. There are trade-offs now. So Peloton's really got to watch that because a lot of their users have kids. And uh, if the CEO is perceived to even not appreciate the fact that that was a scary video... Um, he needs to watch out because they, they could go somewhere else. Not not saying it will, but it, they've got to watch how they handle this. I think it is far more important for their brand. So we'll, we shall see. Uh, don't know if you guys watched yesterday's video, but I talked about my uh, travel uh, vacation I was finally taking being canceled. Uh, so I've been poking around. And interestingly enough, I'm already finding that airline tickets are up 20 to 40%. Uh, I had done a bunch of research where I wanted to go, costs and things of that nature. I went back to that research, repriced things, same itinerary, same airplanes, same everything, up 20 to 40% in like five or six weeks. So uh, demand is definitely up. So uh, haven't booked anything yet, but I thought that would be interesting. Airline tickets are already up. Summer travel is up. It's actually up so much that I may not travel in July. I may wait for people to go back to school and travel in September. I don't, you know, we'll see. I'll see. Uh, in, I don't know if you've seen this, but there's more and more talk about uh, junior college being free. Uh, and um, 
They would basically pay for that with a Wall Street transaction tax on stocks, bonds, derivatives, things of that nature. I think uh, a free junior college or nearly free is a wonderful idea. Junior college was a important part of my journey. Uh, after graduating high school, I did not know what I wanted to do. I had to pay for my college as I was a married young man at 19. Uh, so I went to a local junior college to kind of figure it out where I wanted to go. And uh, I, I want to say it was five bucks a unit, maybe seven bucks a unit. Um, but yeah, I, I, I could definitely see junior college being free uh, as a good thing to help people, especially if you don't know where you want to go. Uh, and it also allowed me to do a transfer to a wonderful university, Santa Clara University, uh, which was awesome. Uh, again, we're talking about summer travel. I collected some notes just to show how powerful this uh, in the light is going to be. Jan June through August travel is up 17%. 43% uh, plan to drive. So again, if you're doing local Airbnbs, uh, which is maybe something I will talk with Anna about here at 8 o'clock, one of our experts. Uh, and then about 19% are willing to fly. So lots of things going on. And just for fun, I wanted to see where everybody is going. It looks like the beach is the winner. Uh, it starts in Mexico with Cancun. Then it comes to Orlando, Myrtle Beach, Key West, Miami, and Las Vegas. Las Vegas doesn't have a beach, but it is on the list. So that's what I got for you today. We have uh, two experts today. We have the lovely Anna Kelly here in about 16 minutes. Then we have Matt, the mortgage guy at 930. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. If you like the channel, give me a thumbs up, subscribe. Uh, remember, we do a live Q&A Saturday at eight o'clock if you want to join. Today's a great day uh, to make some money and let's be a little better than yesterday. Bye bye.